This is The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Talk Radio AM 640. Happy Sunday and welcome to The Parenting Show with me, your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. We are the fun and exciting parenting show where we cover off all topics and issues you care about and want to hear and learn more about. Am I right, Sandra? Oh, yes. We're fun. We're fun. Look we're at us. We're fun. We're cool. We're chic mamas. Oh, today's a fun day, too. Oh, this is a good one. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm going to warn you now, though. Things may get a little, um, I don't know what's the Gross. word. Gross. Um, nasty, yeah. And make, make you a little squeamish. Yes. I'm a bit itchy. But in a good, oh. Right? Yes. But it's going to be really interesting. And we're going to be talking about lice with expert Stacy Silverstein. Stacy is a mama of three. She's a former teacher and the co-founder and vice president of the Lice Crew. But first, let me introduce you to the voice you heard um, just a minute ago. Mm-hmm. And that's our amazing executive producer, the beautiful Aww. Sandra Caruso. She's Thank also you. the host of Inside Jokes. So um, after this show, you're going to want to hang around because the laughs are going to continue on with Sandra. How are you, Sandra? <laughs> Thank you, Pina. Good. This right. is a queasy subject, as you know, because I went through this. Yeah, like not too long ago. Two weeks ago. And is it gone? Well, like uh, our guest said, I have post-traumatic lice disorder. <laughs> because it, we're going to learn more about it. But I, I, one thing I just want to say off the top is what I said was I was not vigilant. So the letter would come home. Um, from school. It, from school. And there's a form letter. It would say there's lice has been detected in uh, your child's class. And I would chuck the letter. What I should be doing, right, is checking my child. Yes. But absolutely. I so then... When I found out, I took him to a place like Lice Crew, and um, they said he'd had it for six to eight weeks. That's and no, gross. I'm not a bad mother. Am I a bad mother? No. You're not a bad mother. Okay. So common. All right. And that other voice <laughs> you hear is Stacy. How are you? I'm fabulous. So happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh, we're so happy to have you here. I'm really, really... Is it weird that I'm excited to talk no. about this? I know. When you were calling me about this, you're like, I'm excited. Because you know. And it's you have so two daughters gross. with nice curly hair, too. Yeah. Well, Lily's got, her hair is probably um, mid-back. Like, it hits her mm. mid-back when it's wet. And then it springs right up. So she's got this beautiful curly hair. And then Samantha has this long hair that's, like, down to her butt. So, the fear is there, right? <laughs> um, so, okay. I have to say that lice to me is like, and you can, you could probably get it. Like you can sense what, where I'm getting at with this, but it's like a bad car crash. You know, I don't want to look, but I can't help it because Mm -hmm. it's like, Mm -hmm. it's interesting. And it's like, oh, I want to see what this is like. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to lie. I have Googled and YouTubed it because I'm like trying to figure it out. Like, okay, what if my kid comes home with this? What am I looking for? I have no idea. So it's, it's really gross and it's creepy. Um, but I love learning about it and hearing more about it. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I don't know. I'd like to think that I'm probably not the only mother out there that feels the same way, right? And father. Yeah. 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 You know? And um, and so we have Stacy here because we're going to learn today how to keep these creepy crawly bugs away from our kids and away from the home. <laughs> right? Absolutely. We don't want that. So Sandra had mentioned that it was your son, one of yes. your sons that got it. With the long hair. With the long mm-hmm. hair. Who he now cut. He voluntarily said, okay, mom, let's do this. Take it off. And I actually heard something, Sandra. Mm-hmm. And Stacy, you tell me if it's correct or not. But I heard that if your child gets lice, you can even buzz their hair, like their mm-hmm. head, and it really makes no difference. Oh, Stacy, That's correct. Shaving your head will not wow. 
treat head lice because the babies, the nymphs, the teenage bugs, they oh. actually embed in the soft tissue of the scalp because <sighs> an egg hatches and what do all babies do? They need to feed. And unfortunately, they're feeding on the blood Starve in your them. scalp. So oh they God. implant, they embed, and they are very tough to get out. So that is why we have to comb firmly. We see children all the time that come in, their heads are shaved, their parents have taken it all off, and they still could have quite a bit of not just teenage bugs, but lots of little tiny eggs that are holding onto the hair because they're quite close to the hair shaft, the eggs. Wow. So cutting it will actually help you with the combing, but that is not a quick fix or remedy for headlights. <laughs> I am so grossed out. Oh yeah, it's horrible. And I'm looking at our producer, Courtney, yeah. across She's the table scratching her head here. as we're sitting here. <laughs> she sent us our prep notes last night and went, ew. <laughs> I think she's going to pass out on us. I know. If you need some air, Courtney, go drink so, some water. <laughs> you have this great, um, sorry, Peanut. Yes. We've got, um, well, Stacey was awesome. She brought in some great tips yes. on how to stay lice-free. So we, uh, we're we being told that bedding and clothing, mm-hmm. we've got to watch for, for that. You know what I mean? And just be keeping that stuff clean, right? And putting them in a hot dryer for 30 to 45 minutes is essential. It's more so about gonna... the heat of the dryer than it is even the washing cycle. So this is if your child has the lice remove all the clothing all the bedding we say there's three tips to getting rid of lice in your home heat cold or isolation putting bedding clothing stuffed animals pillows if you'd like in the dryer for 30 to 45 minutes that's the heat component by cold we mean putting hair brushes hair bows hair ties hair accessories in a ziplock in the freezer for 24 to 48 hours taking the hair out of everything first of course or just bagging and isolating anything for 24 to 48 hours in a bag such as decorative pillows, large stuffed animals, anything you don't want to put in the dryer, that will eliminate head lice. You're only worried about the adult bugs. Those are the only things that can live off the head. And if you do all of those things, you will eliminate the problems in your home. Okay, Mm -hmm. so my head is spinning and I'm I'm sweating. Um, (laughs) So we've got more. That was just one little tip. Throughout the show, we're going to give you tips. Um, We're going to give you some fun facts. Yeah, and how to prevent. And you know what? When we get back from the break, we're going to find out what exactly these things are. So stay tuned because you're listening to The Parenting Show on Talk Radio AM 640. You're listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo on Talk Radio AM 640. Welcome back to The Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. And we are joined in studio today with Stacy from the Lice Crew and our executive producer, Sandra Carusi from Inside Jokes. She's also the host there. Um, and we're talking lice. We're talking about these creepy crawly bugs. We're talking about the one thing that makes every parent like squeamish yes. and freak out. And it's gross. But I want to know, Stacy, what exactly is lice? Are they bugs? Like what? what is this? What are they, please? As I scratch my head because I <laughs> see me. <laughs> okay, that's called surrogate. Um, exactly. Stacey. It, uh, I, sympathy I scratch, itch. Sympathy itch. Sympathy itch. After my kids had it, I kept scratching. I'm like, oh, no, I think I have it. But it would, it went away. It was just um, sympathy oh. itch the moms get. 
Maybe it's this for about a card. year after I did this. Anybody who saw me used to scratch that. That's over with now. But <laughs> okay, what are head lice? That is yes. a great question. So head lice are tiny, six-legged, wingless, parasitic insects. They live among human hairs. They feed on, as mentioned before, tiny amounts of blood from the scalp. Here's a great fun fact: they do not hop, they do not jump, they do not fly. Okay, they, wait, stop. That's the truth. They don't. They don't. People I think they're they like jump from like they'll jump from Sandra's head to mine. <laughs> People ask us that all the time. They say, "I saw a louse jump from one head to another." They have very specialized claws. That help them hold on to the hair strand, and they need those to crawl and move around. That's the only way they spread is through direct head-to-head contact from hair strand to hair strand. Yeah. <laughs> don't come rub your hair yes. around come here. I don't have it, by the way. Pina, we're just joking because my kids yeah, had it. But yeah, I, just, okay. I got checked <laughs> over and over because I was just mortified, you know? Oh, my God. Okay, sorry, Stacey. I cut you off. <laughs> Continue on. And another great fact is lice truly do not discriminate. Everybody is at risk for head lice, although it is most common, as mentioned, through school-age children. Yes, and daycares and camps, like sleepover oh, camps, and now we're getting into was, camp yeah, season. Yeah, and that's why I wanted uh, I wanted Stacey in. And now, because school is coming to an end, right? Mm-hmm. So the parents are getting ready for camp. So, uh, But I want to talk about, I'm going to talk about that a little bit later. So so there are these, these bugs, and they've got these crazy claws. Specialized claws. That they will just, but they try, so you have to ha- go like, you have to have that head-to-head, hair-to-hair contact. You do. You have to have your head close to somebody or you could have shared a brush with somebody who has head lice or used their towel or worn a helmet. Things like that can transfer head lice, mm-hmm. but the most common way is through direct head-to-head contact. Oh, boy. wow. Okay. <laughs> so, and it's it's hair. They don't like anything else. Their thing is just hair. They don't stick to the skin They are close to your scalp, but they do transfer from hair to hair, head to head contact. Yes. So here's the thing. So when my kids had it, I cleaned my house as if it was bed bugs because I didn't know because I thought like you, Pina, right? Yeah, I don't know. I went crazy on my house. Um, And then I had read afterwards that you don't really, they're not bed bugs. They don't, they don't behave that way. It's just clean your linens, right? It's not as extensive a household cleaning as bed bugs would be, but there are main things you have to do. As I said, putting bedding, clothing, Mm -hmm. stuffed animals in the dryer or in a bag, putting your hairbrushes, hair accessories, hair ties, either in a Ziploc in the freezer Mm -hmm. for 24 to 48 hours, or you can boil things like brushes and hair accessories. Other tips we tell people are to either vacuum or wipe down your couch. Do the same to your car seats. I steam cleaned. I went nuts. Yeah, Okay, and vacuuming the soft surfaces, the rugs and carpets that your children would be lying on Mm -hmm. is essential. Steam cleaning is not necessary. necessary. I know, I'm not, but backpacks, because they wear them on their back, right? And I just thought their hair... Throwing See, them in the dryer. So but, gross. Yeah. But because lice die off the head mm-hmm. after 24 to 48 okay, hours, so then if you haven't worn certain things or if there's soft toys that your child hasn't touched mm-hmm. within a day or two, they will be fine. Now, reinfestation. So some people, because uh, this happens, I heard, you get like in my case, they were it was just a couple of weeks ago and I'm worried that it's still about. Um, tell me about that. Reinfestation is caused by a few different things. First and foremost by not removing the lice to begin with. A lot of people will say, I keep getting rid of my child's lice, but it keeps coming back. So then chances they never got are, rid of it. Yes. And chances are they've used over-the-counter drugstore mm-hmm. products yes. that they think are doing the job, 
but they don't. There's something now called super lice and super lice. I was telling Sandra yes, about these. They're a real fact. They are a real fact. You can Google it. They're not like Superman and Superman capes. They're not any larger <laughs> or smaller than regular lice. But really what super lice are, are that they're lice that have evolved and mutated into a chemically resistant strain. Oh and the biggest thing about super lice is that they are resistant to chemically harmful over-the-counter products. So things that, don't that work. probably, you know, when I was growing up would have worked then. People say it all the time. Don't work now. So I guess, yeah, th- this is great to know. So if mm-hmm. you're a parent and you're like, oh, but you know what? As a child, I grew up and I had lice. Mm-hmm. And I remember my mom or dad or grandmother, whatever, doing this to me. And it got rid of the lice. Don't be naive to mm-hmm. think that that is going to work in this day and age because of the fact that there is this mutated lice called super lice out there. And it's it's like, screw you. How about mint I'm going oil, on. mint and tea tree oil? Okay, so tea tree oil is mildly effective still, but lice, like they have become with over-the-counter products, have become too used to that. So it's more ineffective than it was in the past. The wow. new thing that helps prevent head lice is a mint spray. And we brought one today. We're actually going to do a giveaway later. But using a mint prevention product, such as the Lice Crew Mint Spray, a spray a day, we say keeps the lice away. That is one of your best defenses against head lice. Smells good to us. Lice don't like it. Yes. And I have to say, um, the mint spray you guys have is something that we swear by at home. Mm -hmm. We have been using it for the longest time. And the kids, my girls are actually like, oh, mama, don't forget to spray my Mm -hmm. hair with the mint. They love it. You're smart. I never even knew about this. Oh, my gosh. I am so terrified. I know. Um, Through Yeah, online through the Lice Crew. And so I was like, I need, I need to get my hands on this. Yeah. Um, And because I'm so terrified, I'm like, what can I do to prevent? So that that's a great way to prevent. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Really, the best ways to prevent are to use a mint spray. We also have a detangling formula. An added layer of protection is our shampoo and conditioner, which completely coats the hair, especially good during a lice outbreak. Other ways to prevent head lice would be to tie your children's hair up. That's what I do. Especially girls with long hair, having them go to school with their hair up Mm -hmm. with a few sprays of their mint spray and telling them not to share hair bows and hair ties and towels and trying their friends' hats. That's the best way to help them avoid. And that's what I do with Samantha every morning. Like I said, she's got hair and it's down to her, you know, butt. Yeah. Um, It always, I will always pull it back. And it's either like, okay, honey, these are your options for today. Braid in the middle, (laughs) braid to the side. (laughs) High ponytail, bun. But I won't even do ponytails because of that. The hair is loose. I'm so terrified. And I spray every morning with the mint spray. And even Liliana, who's not in school, she just loves the mint spray so much. Like, Mama, can you please spray yeah, it? Well, like, when sure. the smells amazing. Sure. No, but one sibling gets it, you're done. Especially with kids at home, right? Like, they're going to touch gonna the same I'm going to start spraying couch. my hair with oh, it. Oh, I know. Totally. I'm so freaked out. Yeah. I'm also scratching my head, by the way, For birthday parties, not only for school, but for birthday parties and yeah. sleepovers. It's key. To help prevent head lice. I'm itchy. All right. We are really getting into things. I'm loving it. And Stacey has all this info for us. And I'm going to fill you in on this little card she gave Mm -hmm. me. And I'll tell you what it is when we get back from the break. Let me tell you, I'm holding it in my hands. (laughs) I'm kind of grossed out. (laughs) You're listening to The Parenting Show on Talk Radio AM 640. You're listening.
listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Talk Radio AM 640. Welcome back to The Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. Today we are talking about lice. And it's gross and it's nasty (laughs) and I've been scratching my head all day here. But it's something really important that parents need to learn about because like they say, knowledge is power. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to throw out this fun fact that I learned, which I can bet that a lot of you guys don't know. And Sandra, I'm not sure if you know this or not, but only 50% of people with head lice will show symptoms. Mm -hmm. So it's possible to be infested and not be aware. Like my son. Absolutely true. So your son wasn't itchy at all? No, not till the end, but he had it for six to eight weeks and I didn't realize it. So that was, like you said, that was a full infestation. Exactly. You can have lice for up to six to eight weeks and not even know it. Some people get itchy right away. I had lice once Mm -hmm. and two of my kids had lice twice. The same two. The same middle child didn't have lice and the other two got it and I only knew because people told me. Yeah, how does one... Yeah, yeah. that's exactly what I was... I, I think I'm going to the same place, Sandra. Are they, is it the certain type of hair that maybe it's like, oh, you know what? Certain blood types are more susceptible. Uh, Certain hair types are more susceptible. So what hair types? Longer, hurly, straight, easy, manageable, thick hair is a little more susceptible to head lice than coarse, long, curly hair. So Pina's got coarser hair than me. It'd be more of a curly type. Okay. Than that, and then that would, really I would imagine coarse, is a real wavy, pain curly to get hair. it out. It's a little more difficult for us to remove, but we can remove lice in anyone's hair. Oh my god, the it's lice a very crew. methodical combing Love process you. that we do, so we can get rid of lice in anybody's hair. But going back to your original point, really, some people have no idea they have lice. They may not scratch. They may not be irritated. You might not even see it in their hair. And that is why you should constantly be checking your children monthly for head lice. And also, if your f- child's friend tells you they have lice, or if your school tells you they have lice, or kids even in your gymnastics or dance programs, don't just like take a quick look in your child's hair. You really should be running a comb through it. You really should be investigating because the surest way to get head lice back is from your child's friends that haven't had it treated. Mm. Wow. See, that's interesting. I know. And before the break, I'd mentioned that I was holding a card in my hand. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to take a picture of this card. We're going to post it to our Facebook page, which is mm-hmm. facebook.com slash the parenting show. And what it is, it's something that <laughs> Stacy passed over to me. And I was like, oh my God, I don't mm-hmm. even know if I want to hold this. It's a laminated card. Let's start by saying that. And it says, um, what uh, know what you're looking for. And it has pictures of actual, not even pictures. It's the actual lice that's laminated on this card in the different stages. So like the knit on the hair, um, the first stage, the second stage, the third, and an adult bug. I'm telling you guys, when we post this picture, you're going to freak out. Like, I don't even, like Sandra, look at this. Like yes. the knit on the hair, ha- I well, would not see that. Even the yeah. adult bug. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't see that. No, it's hard. And if you have darker hair, for sure, it's more difficult to identify. (laughs) Well, it's interesting. On dark hair, even though the knit really is more caramel colored, on dark hair, sometimes you can see it a little more clearly because they actually look white on the hair. But when we pluck the hair off and we put the hair against something white, that's where the knit will look caramel colored. Yes. The most difficult hair to find lice in are children who are that light caramel color blonde hair. 
Because like my son, exactly. Yep, the lice just completely it was the same color. masks into that yeah. hair type. So, was so it your older son? My older son, you've seen him. Yeah, he's he's a, got gray fair. hair and he's you got, cut it? We had to cut it. That's why touching the hair is essential. Just sort of flicking through your child's hair won't do it. Yeah. You truly have to touch the hair strands. And lice, a knit, an egg, almost feels like if you took a tiny piece of thread and tied a knot into it mm-hmm. and you run your finger across it, it feels like a road bump. Oh. That's what a knit feels like. I said when I came in, if it flicks, it's nothing. If it sticks, it's likely something, and then you investigate. And of course, if you see multiple things in your child's hair that all look the same shape, same size, same color, those are lice eggs. Can I just say something? There's this great um, article here on parentscanada.com. Um, one who says yes about lice, saying not yes to lice, but saying that maybe we're overdoing it, that it's not a um, public health issue. It do- Lice doesn't transmit disease. And so... You know, um, having the child not go to school is excessive. I mean, there's thousands of cases of presumed lice and nits um, that people thought, but meanwhile, it was just cookie crumbs, dandruff, dirt, and knotted hair. And there's that there's no convincing data that excluding kids from school helps reduce the transmission of lice. Um, and there's a lot of hysteria around it. What do you say to all that? It's not as much about excluding kids from school. We deal with various school boards in the GTA, as well as we have 10 clinics throughout North America. And... Some of our clinics are situated in areas where kids are absolutely allowed to stay in school with lice. And those are obviously the busier clinics. But the problem is, is that schools get frustrated, parents get frustrated, and it just mm-hmm. keeps circling through the schools. I'm yes. sorry, but if, if, God forbid, knock on wood, one of my kids has lice yes, or someone in their class, first of all, as a parent... I would be like, you're not going to go to school until we can fix this because yeah. I look at it as a vicious cycle. Yes. Maybe I'm one of those paranoid moms. No. I don't know, but I agree. I you're don't want to do the that. The issue is it just doesn't go away. Like some mm-hmm. people say, I don't know if I've ever had head lice. And we say you would know it because it's not like a common cold mm-hmm. where if you leave it alone, it probably will heal on its own. No, this Unless is, lice with is removed with a systematic process where every egg, nymph, the immature bugs or adult louse is taken out. It won't go away. So we do have some boards of education that are knit acceptable boards, mm. and there's some that are non-acceptable yeah. knit boards. Yeah, and here's here's why. It is uncomfortable for the child. My neighbor's uh, daughter had it, and she was pulling clumps of hair out of her head, not knowing she had it. Mm-hmm. And it's hard for the children to focus as it is. And when they're scratching, I mean, when I thought I had it and I was had surrogate itches, like right now, again, it started. <laughs> I'm having a hard time focusing. Had it this whole show, okay? Yes, I know. I'm My whole body's itchy now. Like, I'm just like, and by the <laughs> I'm way. I'm going to head said, check you at the end of the segment. Yes, oh, you so are. Oh and God. our techie Tom with his big bushy <laughs> yes, beard. That's what I want to know. Sorry. Okay, good news for Tom. Tom, you have a great beard, first of all. But good news for you is that. One of the lowest demographics for lice are men because lice seem to not like <laughs> tes- not testosterone. And we can see Tom clearly has a great amount of testosterone. Yes. But lice actually... <laughs> He's smiling, smiling and grinning at us. I'm Tom's new best friend. But lice can actually go in eyebrows as what? well as beards. So we would actually run a comb through the beard. Not very common for us to find do, lice do you in the beards. Check you want to check But beards are not <laughs> immune or eyebrows from having lice with extreme cases. Okay, well, we've got more on lice and the pesky little features that they are. So stay tuned. You're listening to The Parenting Show on Talk Radio AM 640. Now, back to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Talk Radio AM 640. 
Welcome back. I'm Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca, and you're listening to The Parenting Show. We're talking lice. We're learning all about these pesky little creepy, crawly bugs that are making me itchy. Really <laughs> itchy. I don't have lice, but I'm really itchy right now. And we've got Stacy here from The Lice Crew. She's, she's informing us, right, Sandra? Yes. She's telling us how to, how to battle these things, how to prevent them from happening, yes. and, and God forbid if they, they do happen, how to deal with it. And one thing I want to know. Yes. Stacy, they tell me that it's not that they, they are attracted actually to clean hair, not dirty hair. Is that Absolutely. right? Absolutely. It's actually better to wash your child's hair less often because lice prefer clean hair. It used to be Look. that people thought, oh, the, you know, that the dirty kid next door, the family with, with a, you know, the house that isn't as clean as my own, that kid gets lice. That's actually untrue. Lice seek out like we do people with clean hair. So we tell parents, instead of washing your child's hair every day or every other day, it's actually better to wash your hair, your child's hair or your own hair, maybe two to three times a week instead. Here's the thing. When I tell my boys that, see, I told you, mom, that goes back down to once a month now. So I will be lying (laughs) about that. I'm trying to help you so I don't get lice, mom. hygiene, yeah. (laughs) And as I said before, lice don't discriminate. They actually prefer clean hair. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. And one thing that we were talking before you got in here with uh, with our one of our producers, uh, Courtney here, she mentioned mayonnaise, and I noticed that you've got mayonnaise on this fun fact. <laughs> one of the one of the things to use as like a home remedy to prevent. You say that, um, oh no, that's we a myth. We actually say it's yeah, a myth. Sorry, it's a myth. Just like the tea tree oil, olive oil. It even says here Coca Cola. I didn't even. I've never even heard that. Before. We have people yeah. come. So in mayo's a myth. Sorry, who Courtney. have tried it all. Mayo is a myth. Yeah. So. People try their best. As I said, a lot, most times, I'd say 90% of our clients use drugstore products. And keep in mind that 98% of all lice cases is super lice? are super lice. So, so 90% of lice is super lice. Jesus. And truly super lice, due to knockdown gene mutations, are chemically resistant to over-the-counter products. So people, if they don't use those products, may try to do it themselves with olive oil, tea tree yeah, oil, no, mayonnaise, work. Coca-Cola, and they come in, they might smell awesome or they might make us <laughs> a little bit hungry because they smell so good, but it doesn't do anything. Lice has to be combed out of the hair. Okay, now I've got another one for you. Tell yes. me if this is a myth or not because this has always worried me. I was always told that there are certain times of the year that lice is a little bit more of an Prevalent. issue, right? Mm-hmm. So they say at the beginning of the school year, returning from Christmas break, uh, returning from March break, and around summer camp season. You hit the nail on the head. That oh, is indeed correct. It's real. It's more prevalent. <laughs> oh, First gosh. of all, lice is around all year. It never just stops they and just starts. They love it. They love it. It is more common in warmer climates because it can travel more readily from head to head. So places like the Philippines or Israel, they may have more incidence of lice cases because of the warmer climate. Okay. But here in so Canada, airplanes, airplanes, you got to watch out. Then. Oh, God. You do. A lot of people get lice from airplanes. The first thing I do Pina's when I go into away. an airplane, and I'm not even a germaphobe, is I will take my Kleenex or my Lysol wipe, and I will wipe down the back of the seat where my hair is. I do the same in a cab, oh, and I do the same God. in a movie theater, and not because I'm a germaphobe, but really just giving a quick wipe and making sure, again, there's no adult lice on those surfaces. Mm-hmm. Let me, so if you see someone a doing that when insurance. you're out in public, it's probably yes. Stacy. It's probably I, me. Sorry, Takes, no, you know, follow suit. That's all I have to say. Well, I just want to talk about adult lice just one more minute, sure. uh, like a little more, because where are we more prone as adults um, 
in the workplace? Like what kind of workplaces or where else should we be careful? Teachers mm-hmm. should always yeah. wear their hair up. Hospitals. People, hospitals, <clears throat> people who work directly with people or patients where your hair can actually be touching their hair. Mm-hmm. Those people would be more susceptible to head lice. So again, putting your hair up, not sharing items, or even adults can use a mint prevention spray. That oh, is yeah, key I'm for everybody. That. I am so all over that. <laughs> Start spraying. But going back to when it's more prevalent, absolutely in September, because kids have just come back from summer camp. It's more prevalent oh. in the summer because they're in these camps, summer, warmer situations, warmer climate, heads touching each other possibly a bit more. We definitely see more of an increase after the holidays where families have been together traveling after the Christmas holidays, after March break. And again, in the summertime is when we see peaks. Let me ask about that. Sorry, I have a swimming pool now. Towels. So do I have to be careful now? Um, Obviously, I don't want kids sharing towels, but... Uh, with wet on the towels, does that transmit? Well, when you wash them and you throw them in the dryer, you're good, right? Just no, don't share the out, towels. Well, that's the thing. The uh, kids okay. come out, they're like, oh, I'm going to use your towel. Especially like, if they're rubbing their, their heads on it. Yeah. Oh, geez. Separate towels. I'm going to snap. Separate things. But interesting, you mentioned pools. Yeah. Lice can actually hold their breath for up to two hours. What? <gasps> in a swimming pool. Come on! In a bathtub. Yeah. Oh, my God. They really do. Oh, come on! And we've tested it in our clinics. We've actually, we comb the lice into a white bowl, so they're in the bowls. And we've actually tested the lice. They're still alive. They really can hold their breath. So diving into a swimming pool, chlorine, salt, it it will not remove lice. This is the best show ever. I know. (laughs) Can I please, I'm so grossed out, but Stacey, can I come for like a visit of your facility? Yes. You can. And you know what? Your feeling is what most of our clients' feeling is. They'll come in, they're anxious, they're stressed out. Mm -hmm. And really our mandate is to make the lice removal process safe, educational, (laughs) stress-free, and most of all, fun. So they leave and they're like, is it weird that I'm really into this now? Is it weird I can't wait to comb my child's hair? Mm -hmm. Is it weird that I've learned so much that I think I want to become a lice expert? And that's what we do. There's a lot of them in my school now. Another mom said, oh no, I do it on the side. I do a lice uh, checks. I said, what? Now you tell me. (laughs) Can I just tell you, for all of you listening, the whole studio here, every single person in here is scratching. (laughs) Except for Stacey. Except for me. Yeah, except for Stacey. So you're listening to The Parenting Show on Talk Radio, AM 640. You're listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Talk Radio AM 640. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. Today, our show is focused on lice, how to detect it, how to hopefully prevent it so you don't even have to worry about detecting it and if you do have to deal with it what exactly do you do so we've got Stacey here from the Lice Crew uh, with us in studio along with our executive producer and host of Inside Jokes Sandra Carusi and Stacey so we get the letter the school sends saying hey there's lice and uh, all the parents start freaking out they're like oh god not my kid please Um, and then we notice the kids start scratching or we go to check and we see something and we're like, I don't know if this is it or not. What do we do? Guide us through this. Help us out because I'm lost. I'm not even kidding you. I I don't know what to look for. I wouldn't know what to do. I need your help. Okay. So that is a great question. First of all, don't ignore the letter. Don't throw it aside. Don't toss it like aside. Me. Exactly. Sandra. That went well. You keep the letter and that day, because if you don't do it that day, you're going to forget. You yes. take your child and you put them in a bright light somewhere near a window in your home and you slowly but surely 
go through their hair. Do you divide the hair you, in sections? Like you what do literally you... go strand by strand. We do five-point oh head checks when we go to school. So you're starting with their bangs. You're literally lifting up their bangs in that region. You're going from left to right. You're checking mm-hmm. the small baby hairs that might be on their forehead. Tiny lice eggs are very, very prone to sticking the baby hairs. You check all around the front of the hair and the bangs, and then you move to the ears. So these are the five hot spots. That's the first one. Hot spots two and three are around the ears. You check, you lift the hair and you check in front of the ear, behind the ear, and you actively are lifting the hair to see if you're touching and finding any of those road bumps. Now, do you actually see these things moving? If there's live lice, you can actually see them moving. We've been to school screenings. We do over 200 schools just in the GTA alone. And when we go, there's, it's weird to say this, but there's nothing more rewarding than picking a live lice out of someone's hair <laughs> because parents are often in denial. My, mm-hmm. my child doesn't have lice. They're so idiots. we put evidence on our forms. We go to schools and for $1 per student, we will actually go to your school oh. and check the heads of those students. And we do the five point head check. So the bangs, front and back of the ears. Then we check, you know, the crown and down the middle part and the nape of the neck. And we are looking for signs of head lice. Parents can do the same thing with those five hotspots. If you see anything, you can actually call us and we will give you free advice. I have parents daily sending me photos of what they find in their child's hair. We will actually have them do some combing at home and then say, yep, come on in. A woman the other day said to me, I know my child doesn't have lice. I said, take your lice comb and just strum it through your child's hair and clear it in a bowl. And she called me and she's like, there's bugs all over this bowl. She came in an hour later. So we do. If you work at a school, a teacher, principal, anything like that. Administrator. Give Lice mm-hmm. Crew a call. It's worth the dollar mm-hmm. <laughs> per child. Yes. I know that honestly, I'm not going to lie. I would just go into severe panic mode if I suspected something. Like mm-hmm. if the letter came home and one of the kids was scratching, I think I would just be like, hi, Lice Crew, I'm on my way. Well, but, that's the right thing to do. Right? But that's like, not what everybody, I think most people are probably not that vigilant, which is good that you are. Many people's I'm first so reaction scared. is to do the store-bought remedies. But keep in mind, they truly don't work. And they're expensive. They make the eggs stick to the hair. They are chemically dangerous. They're And they're a lot of work. Toxic. So I, I did it, and the next day I still had to go to a professional. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it might take the edge off a little bit, but as I mentioned, 90% of our clients tried on their own first. And unless you're getting rid of every single egg and every single bug, and keep in mind those nymphs that are embedded in the scalp – extremely difficult to do on your own one other question before we break if you don't deal with it right away is time a factor time is of the essence because the life cycle is an adult bug goes into someone's hair if it's a male bug he's just going to roam around and he will live for 35 days that's the life cycle If if there's nothing else in there he's going to possibly try to go into someone else's hair if it's a female bug she is in a constant state of pregnancy she gets impregnated Constant. once. She is. Isn't that beautiful? She's impregnated once and she's pregnant for the entire duration of her 35-day life cycle. Killer. She Killer. lays seven to 10 eggs a day. So everything oh, is, my God. is on a cycle. So after seven to 10 days, those eggs hatch into nymphs. Just like we pointed out on that card, there's three stages of nymphs, first, second, and third stage. They're about one, two, and three millimeters. And then- Give me that. After that, seven to 10 days later, they become adult bugs. So if you have eggs only in your hair, you've had lice for about a week. And those are easier to remove. The nymphs, the 
are a little more difficult because as mentioned, they are embedded in the scalp. If you have nymphs, you've had lice for approximately two weeks. And just like your son, if you have multiple, multiple bugs, you've had lice for three weeks or more. Oh and uh, back to vacation, I hate to bug Pina because she's going on vacation, but hotels, we'd like to think they all do the right cleaning, uh, but maybe not so much. So how do we be vigilant? What do we spray on the pillows? You enter a hotel room, you take the sheets down, you really do look at the pillow area, you lift the pillows, you look around, and if there is a fabric headboard... Give it a wipe or just put your pillow there instead of putting your head on it. Can we spray that mint spray? Absolutely. Stuff? Yes. I can tell you that for travel purposes, everybody should travel not only with a mint spray, but with a lice comb. Yes. Oh boy. Or something like our mousse product, which is a treatment product. We have people calling us all the time. I'm on vacation. I don't know what to do. I can't find a lice wow. comb. There's nowhere to turn. And then we, we remind them that next time they go on vacation, take the products with you. Mm. Well, we're going to have more when we come back. Some more tips. And we're going to give away, an well, we're going to tell you how you can win all these awesome products from the Lice Crew. So stay tuned. You're listening to The Parenting Show on Talk Radio AM 640. Now back to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo on Talk Radio AM 640. Welcome back to The Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca. We're talking lice. It's gross, but it's interesting. And so we've got Stacy. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> we've got our expert Stacy here from the Lice Crew, and we've got executive producer Sandra Carusi, who's also the host of Inside Jokes, which I'm sure you probably have some funny jokes about this. Um, mm -hmm. So, Sandra. Yes. You mentioned to me something about a hairdresser. A hairstylist. My girlfriend had taken her child to the hairstylist to check. And the, and the hairstylist said, oh, yeah, he's fine. Don't worry. And then she went to a pro and said, no, no. And he was infested. So oh. do hairstylists. And now, unfortunately, that hairstylist got infected. I'm not throwing anyone under the bus. We actually have had hairstylists. Many teachers get lice from their students. Hairstylists, if their hair is close to a client, mm -hmm. they can get lice. And as I said, I'm not discounting the reputation or yes. credibility of anybody. But we have pediatricians, we have pharmacists, we have hairdressers, we have people who are deemed experts in their field, but they're experts in their own field. They mm. very often do not know what lice look like and they tell people that they're okay and that they don't have it. And when they come in, they absolutely do. We've had people who've had lice for months. I have somebody actually coming in today with her family she has quarantined herself for eight to 12 weeks in her room, for over eight <laughs> weeks in her room, because she was told that she had body light. She was told she had scabies. She was told she had all these things. And finally, she went to a specialist yesterday, and the specialist said, you are filled with head lice. And she's really been thinking that oh, she no. has something that could spread to others that's communicable. Oh, and thank goodness, we're the answer to her prayers. There's seven family members coming in today because they wow. probably all have lice now. They've all oh, been in her house. That's crazy. With her. And she was really so misdiagnosed. So prevention with the spray. And what are those other no uh, quick notes that you okay, have? Okay, so prevention is a key tool using the shampoo and conditioner, which fully coats the hair during an outbreak, mint prevention spray. Some other facts you won't believe are that, you know, lice have really been around since prehistoric times. There's mummies that obviously have <laughs> had head lice. So that's as long as lice has been around. There's really an increase in lice amongst teenagers due to those selfies and cell phones and touching their heads together. Wow. So gross. again, putting your teenager's <laughs> hair up, having them use the mint spray or just telling them don't put your head beside your friends. Six to 12 million kids in the U.S. get lice each year, but one in 14 Canadian households is affected by head lice. 
So don't discount how prevalent it yeah. is. And due to the 98% of lice being super lice and their resistance to over-the-counter remedies, lice aren't going anywhere. And bald people, by the way, go back to that because my kid's dad is bald and he's like, I'm fine. Well, no, apparently not. If he has even some hair or in the yeah. periphery of his head, comb it and maybe take a little comb or just check it. No, I won't touch it. Oh, anyway. gosh. Yeah. Well, if you tuned in late and you want to listen back to this show or any of our other shows, you can do so on 640toronto.com. Also, we have a special treatment and prevention prize pack that we're going to give away. And if you want a chance to win this awesome prize valued at $80 or more, you're going to want to check out our Facebook page at facebook.com slash The Parenting Show. Thank you so much for joining us today, Stacy. You are amazing and I feel so much better now. Thank you. And I just want to leave you all with communications, a key prevention tool. If your child gets lice, not only should you tell their friends, but they need to tell you or yes. else they probably yes. have lice and are going to keep giving it back to your thank child. You. So to break all the cycle, tips. that's what you need to do. All good tips. Thank you. Thank and you. thank you to executive producer, Miss Sandra Carusi. You're listening to The Parenting Show on Talk Radio, AM 640. I'm here with my real estate friend, Holly Garvey-Penny. What's up with HGP's tips and trends today? Hi, Sandra. Today is a reminder tip for renters that you don't pay. What do you mean? Well, if you're a renter, a real estate salesperson can help you find that place, and it is the landlord that pays the realtor's commission. Great, eh? So call me or email me with any questions. They can reach you at hgp at bosleyrealestate.com or 416-322-8000. Thanks, Sandra.